Hi, good evening, everybody. Welcome back, live from Ecuador. This is Gabriel with ODE, Online Digital Education Mastery, community of Facebook educators that collaborate with each other to ascend the value ladder, to learn how to use their experience as educators, you know, and acquire new knowledge and skills to be able to monetize that online. And today is uh, Wednesday, February 3rd, and this is episode 21, titled Teachers' Deepest Fears About 2021. Now, let me give you my uh, disclaimer for full transparency before we continue. This is not a get-rich-quick program, and if you're in a hurry to get scammed, you got to get away. You got to move along. There's no Bitcoin here, no lottery, no magic fairy dust. There is zero instant gratification here. I only work with high value, high integrity educators. I cherry pick them for that reason, because I don't want anybody to compete. You compete in my community, I kick you out. If you collaborate and share successes that help another teacher ascend the value ladder, monetize their skills, transition from teacher to teacherpreneur, and you're more than welcome, because that's what it's all about. This online business model is organic and requires your commitment to start and grow your audience over a 90 to 120 days every day for any shot of succeeding. Results vary due to how much work you actually model from this proven system. So if you're only going to put in five minutes a month while you spend 10 hours a week or more on Facebook, you know, just not understanding what you want to do with yourself. Um, you can't blame anybody but you. But once you get the uh, engines rolling and, and you really got your niche together and you're starting to make progress, man, you're going to love yourself even more for accomplishing something that most fear doing, which is working for themselves. I'm going to quote Jonas Salk, American virologist and the founder of the uh, polio vaccine. And he said, I have had dreams and I have had nightmares. I overcame the nightmares because of my dreams. That's pretty interesting. Today's episode is the teacher's deepest fears for this year. Last year, at the end of the zombie pandemic, 2020 year, PBS.org NewsHour Extra reported the 21 teachers from across the country, U.S., who dared share their response to the question, have you considered leaving teaching due to COVID-19? A lot of people have. Many asked for their names to be anonymous out of the fear of retaliation, while others, you know, asked if we could also leave out their city and state. I would not be mentioning any names, city or state, but if you want to find out who these people are based on initials or geolocation, go to pbs.org, NewsHour Extra, and this was an article that they published in December of 2020, barely 40 days ago, just about. So, 
I'm not sure if I could name a teacher who isn't considering leaving teaching. But there are a lot of us who actually know a few. And that conversation lingers. I also came to recognize with great sadness that there is only so much that I can do about things I desperately like to help, including the mental health of my students. Now, as we enter the new 2021 zombie pan pandemic year, I have renewed concerns, which may keep most up at night. However, you have options which are greater than you know or are not being given the opportunity to explore. I will read some of the brave anonymous educators who want to share their concerns and deserve a new opportunity to educate and value themselves 10x or 10 times the cost of their degrees. The degree to which teachers feel abandoned this year, says the first anonymous educator, can't be overstated. We went from teachers are angels and should be paid millions in March of 2020 last year to how dare these entitled assholes make 40,000 a year and be concerned about the health outcomes of being in the classroom with my child. And that was stated in August of 2020, barely five months after. Watching our bosses sit safely in their enclosed offices or working from home while making decisions to put us in a small, unventilated rooms with more than 100 students a day is incredibly dispiriting. I got to tell you, <clears throat> if this teacher was doing more than 100 students a day, yeah, that is definitely dispiriting. And I say that because, you know, monetizing your experience only requires 100 students a month for you to earn six figures. It really does. The next anonymous educator says, considering leaving due to the incredible workload and no relief in sight, that's terrible. Everything takes three times as long to prep remotely. I have the biggest class I've ever had, 29 wonderful fourth graders, and many have special needs, IEPs and 504s, while others have new needs due to the remote learning. The amount of time spent on communicating with families and colleagues is completely overwhelming. Working until 10 p.m., 11 p.m., night after night, and then trying to be on for students the next morning? Unhealthy and unsustainable. However, this is probably not the most important story to be telling about education right now. How about a story on inclusion? The history and the current state with remote or hybrid learning. So important as a civil rights issue. But where is the support? I got to tell you, you know, one thing I love about Facebook is that it's, it's built on and is focused on communities, high integrity communities. And there's a lot of educational communities on Facebook that actually are trying to provide solutions. I'm one of them. ODE Mastery, okay, tries to provide solutions. This podcast is trying to provide a solution. The whole thing is that the majority of these, you know, teacher communities, I pertain to about 20 of them, 
It's, it's a virtual water cooler of nothing but gripes, blame, negative vibes, and everything else. And then somebody else wants to jump in there and try to sell you, you know, another curriculum or lesson plan or or how to this and that. Look, yesterday I did a podcast about how teachers need to invest in their lives moving forward. That investment pays off if you understand what you're investing in. So the support is there. I'm one of them. There's many more. The next anonymous educator says, I'm in the process of leaving the profession. However, this process could take as long as June, June of this year, 2021. I plan on staying in the classroom until I'm ready to transition out of education. I want the public to know that it's unrealistic to ask teachers to recreate the in-person classroom experience online. Learning looks different this year, and the stakeholders need to accept that it's okay. Well, a lot of stakeholders are politicians, you know, educational politicians. Uh, they don't care. At least that's my opinion. You know, so you got to care. You got to care for yourself. That's why you have the experience and the degrees. You can still do what you love passionately, just do it differently. Nobody said you got to stop teaching. You just got to change the model or the approach of how you want to teach. And all you need is 100 students a month to earn six figures with an educational niche mini course, which is one of the five ways that I, you know, promote uh, to teachers trying to transition from the fixed teacher mindset to the growth mindset of a teacherpreneur. The next educator here says, I was a new teacher last year. This year would have been my second year teaching. Last year was one of the most difficult experiences I've ever had. Although my teacher education program was great, the reality is that teacher education won't fully prepare you for the 10 plus hours or after school work you have to do. Nor do they properly prepare you for attempting to meet the needs of 15 to 25 individual students while making lessons engaging, relevant, and still meeting the standards of your school. This goes double when you are one of the few teachers of color in your school building. That's terrible. You know, they're not going to appreciate you. More the reason why you should consider that your experience, you know, your acumen, your degrees have a 10 times value on the internet. And I advocate for that every day. And this is not because I just made it up. I mean, I do my research. UNESDOC, which I read recently, as recently as the last four months, they made a report last year that there's a need over the next decade by 2030 of 68.8 million teachers online in every arena of education. I'm looking to help that 1%, 688,000 teachers this year alone transition safely and with high value and high ethics, okay, so that you can become your own teacherpreneur and earn six figures doing what you love to do. 
Ask me how. Come and leave me a comment. Have a have a conversation with me, and let's 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 find out what we can do for you. The next anonymous educator says, "I'm a national board certified teacher and award winning best selling children's book author." For the past several years, in addition to my writing career, I have trained and coached thousands of teachers nationally and internationally. Protect kids and teachers by enhancing remote learning and putting resources towards closing the digital divide. Well, look, being a teacherpreneur doesn't mean that you have to reinvent the wheel. You're not trying to become your own university or academy, but you can still provide a high-value niche education without having to offer certifications or whatever and give that student an opportunity to understand or discover their why, why they want to learn what they're learning so that they can continue on that path. That's high value. That's good stuff. And that'll get you six figures every time. She continues to say, but I have asthma. So I can't be in any schools right now, nor around kids and other teachers. I've pivoted to lending online professional development for teachers and doing virtual author visits. My friends who are teaching are being unnecessarily, incessantly exposed to COVID-19 and forced to work from their classrooms, even if their students are remote. Oh, man, I hate that. You know, I work online. I've been working online as an ESL English teacher, native English, okay, since uh, 2017. And I've adapted it in a big way, but I got to tell you, um, that's, that's just, just one of the most, I don't know, awful feelings. I, can, I, I can't even imagine a teacher being forced to do that, but they are, and you know what I'm talking about. The next anonymous educator says, what makes school hardest this year isn't the kids or the turned off cameras or the technology. It is the policies and plans handed down to us that force us to expend precious energy on workarounds instead of collaborating with colleagues and planning meaningful lessons that serve our kids. See, I, I, I love this last statement, instead of collaborating with colleagues. That's what online digital education is about. It's about collaborating successes so that when you come to an obstacle, there's an educator in my community okay, who will provide you with a solution because they went through it and therefore it'll shorten your learning curve so that you can also succeed in what your endeavor is. At this point, the only thing more difficult than continuing to do this would be admitting defeat and leaving. This individual further states to be told, we teach kids not content. Oh man, that is just terrible. While being held, to restrictive and unreasonable grading policies, to know our physical and mental health will be disregarded as opening plans are made to appease the most vocal and demanding members of the community, to adapt week after week to new directives that allow no time to ever develop routine or stability. Yeah, well, I have spoken about and done my lives about mental health, teacher mental health, you know, and physical health issues. And one of the greatest solutions that you have facing you right now is transitioning to a teacherpreneur. You can work for yourself if you really want to. You don't have to. 
Listen, you can lead a teacher to water, but you can't make them drink. But if you want to monetize your experience, you have to understand that you have to, you know, adapt a growth mindset and start believing that you can do this based on your experience and skill sets. We teach kids not content. That is just crazy because content is what we actually teach and educate with at a daily basis. It doesn't matter if it's brick and mortar or the digital space. Uh, and it's more so prevalent on the internet. So content is key. Content is king. This last anonymous educator states, my biggest frustration as a teacher is that people see the value in our work, but they do not show that in tangible ways. We are seeing as valuable, but our mental, physical, and emotional health is not prioritized. We are not included in important conversations around education policy. With COVID, I am tasked with being in person with my students, but I do not feel like myself. I am not doing the best teaching that I know I am capable of doing, and I am constantly being asked to go above and beyond with little capacity to do so. I'd like the public to understand that schools are here to serve the community and to change outcomes for individuals within it. We haven't lived up to that promise. The root cause of much of the stress we observe in children, including the rise of suicide rates since COVID-19, is embedded in the never-ending demands that students perform each day and that their teachers teach to attest collective performance data and prove that they are skilled practitioners. It's unsustainable. It's dehumanizing and continues to perpetuate systems of inequity. I know that those who are listening to this are saying, yeah, you know, I didn't dare to make those kind of comments or statements or even go on record with how I feel about what's going on. But you did go on record one way or the other when you spoke to yourself. That self-talk that we have on our own when we look in the mirror, when we're just in silence, you know, and, and we're just processing things. But we're not focusing on solutions. We're focusing on the problem. If you start to focus on solutions, the problem will get resolved. You know, don't get caught up in the fixed mindset of, you know, I have a problem and, you know, I really want the education systems to fix it. They haven't fixed it in a hundred or maybe a thousand years. They're not going to do it now. Not for COVID. They're not going to do it for the 21st century. But the fact of the matter is, this is the digital era. We're not in the brick and mortar era. This is not the 20th century. So things have changed. Things have shifted and the pivot has happened. You have to make a decision for yourself, and it's not a hard decision because it's really only two the way I see it. You can either continue to work in the same kind of you know, uh, 20th century mindset, or you can pivot and decide to become a teacherpreneur. Work for yourself, give yourself that value, and continue to do what you're passionate about, okay? Inspiring and educating the masses. Because the internet is the masses, and all you need is 100 students 
a month to earn six figures. So do you want to learn more about educational affiliate programs? You should say yes, because there are at least a dozen that I'm aware of. I personally recommend ClickFunnels because it's, they have a 30-day challenge that will provide you with a lot of great knowledge and skills to monetize your experience. It's all about digital marketing, attraction marketing, how to, how to find your students online, how to create your, you know, your profile, your business. And it's $100. You know, most people spend $100 on snacks. Well, for a 30-day challenge, you can spend $100 and get the knowledge and skill sets needed you know, to become a entrepreneur, to give yourself that six-figure value and start your own business online. I did. I do educational consultancy. But these educational affiliate programs, they pay you, I'm going to say handsomely, for every person that you refer who needs this solution because ClickFunnels is an all-in-one, you know, for webinars, Okay, if you want to do an educational webinar, you can do that. If you want to do an educational info product, if you want to do educational e-commerce, if you want to do uh, a, a digital agency, you know, educational agency for, let's say, lesson plans, you can do that, you know, or monetize by referring and promoting these educational affiliate programs that pay you 20% or better you know, as long as you're using their product and if you know what their product is and you're using it and you like their product because it can benefit you and others, why not monetize that as you're learning to build and scale your business? That's how I started. You have others, which you'll know these names, the Rosetta Stone. You have Babel. You have Brain Sensei. You have Teachable. You have Coursera. You have Fiverr, you know, you refer these to friends, colleagues, students, anybody who can benefit from these educational affiliate programs, including ClickFunnels. And you're helping people, you're providing a solution, credible solution, and you get paid for it as you're building your educational mini niche. And as you get paid for it and you need to reinvest in your business to scale it, there you go. You got the money to do so. You don't have to leave your day job anytime soon, but just know this, it takes 90 to 120 days to really put it together. You know, put yourself together, put yourself out there and start becoming profitable. And once you do, the only question that you're gonna have after about six months is gonna be, when do I wanna give up my teaching contract with the Board of Education and go full-time on your educational niche mini course online? So remember, you're magnificent, okay? You've always been magnificent. Don't give up on yourself. You know, nobody's going to get mad at you for working for whoever you want to work for, but that's the whole point. You can choose to work for whoever you want based on your experience and academic achievements. Don't get sucked into that guilt trip that, you know, you put in all this value and you got nothing out of it. Well, actually, you did. You've gotten experience out of it. And that experience can be monetized. Let me know how you feel about that. You know, visit me in ODE Mastery Facebook community. Send me a private message. You know, let me know 
if you want to talk, if you want to do an interview. I love interviewing educators, you know, uh, talking about 21st century education, about making money. Um, you know, 688,000 teachers is my personal goal this year alone. Come join me and see why. I think you'd be happy that you did. So this is Gabriel with Online Digital Education Mastery signing off today, Wednesday, February 3rd. And this has been episode 21. And we talked about teachers' deepest fears about 2021. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you and God bless.